Mseni, it's a privilege uh, to be with you this morning. Uh, last week, uh, Reverend Ralph started a new sermon series at Mseni, uh, God Sends Us. And we were encouraged to tell our stories. And so as we have spent some time looking inwardly at our individual lives, we've had a look at life in the Spirit, and then we had a look at our shared life in church communities. Today, you and I continue to explore this theme of God sends us. And we are asked to look outwardly because God has sent us to go and make disciples. And so together we'll be exploring a different ways that we can fulfill the Great Commission, and be focusing on mission, or what it is to be missional. And so the reading I bring to you today is found in Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20, and I'll be reading from the NIV translation. Matthew 28, 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain, where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations." baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so we give thanks to God for His Word today, for this life-giving Word that we get to share in. Amen. Friends, can I ask you a question? How many times have you heard the word quarantine in the last month? How many times have you heard this word quarantine in the last month? I'm sure more times than what you would like to hear it. This week I was listening to a podcast when the presenter asked a question that impacted me and challenged my personal view, my response, about the mission of the church. And I want to share that with you today. This is what he asked. Has the church, meaning you and I, quarantined the Great Commission as we close the doors of the sanctuary? Has the church, you and I, quarantined the Great Commission as we close the doors of Mseni? Friends, even in the midst of a first, a second, a third wave of COVID, you and I are sent by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to go. To go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
and teaching them to obey just as he commanded. And I know maybe where you find yourself watching the sermon this morning, you, you might be leaning in or sitting on the edge of your couch and, and you're saying to me, Quentin, how are we supposed to go when we have been told to stay? How are we supposed to go when we've been told to stay? I hear you. I hear you. I've been wrestling with this myself. How can we love others by simultaneously going and staying? How do we do it? Can I share some thoughts with you this morning? Some thoughts and some ways that I think will help us to make some strides in participating in the Great Commission and fulfilling the mission of the church, the mission of Mseni. The first thought I want to share with you is, can we let love guide us? Paul, in his letter to the community in Corinth, he writes these words. You'll find them in your Bible in 1 Corinthians 13. He says, if I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and I have faith that says to a mountain, jump and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've got a nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. And so we give thanks to God for this word. You see, friends, being missional isn't only giving to the poor. Yes, it's important and it offers immense value, but it's not what defines mission. It's not breaking the rules of the lockdown and ducking and diving the police after curfew to feed the hungry and to drop off a warm blanket because we want to be a martyr. You see, being missional is about offering love. Love above all else. And so when our goal as disciples of Jesus Christ is to love people above all else, we no longer struggle with the tensions between going and staying. This restlessness then turns into thoughtfulness. And so when love guides us and we want to serve others and share the gospel, we will find creative ways to do this, but also ensure that we don't cause harm to others or ourselves in the midst of a pandemic. The second thought I want to share with you is, can we trust God's heart? I want to offer you the words from Scripture, a prophet Isaiah. You'll find it in Isaiah chapter 43. Do not be afraid. For I have ransomed you, 
I have called you by name, you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And so again, we say thanks to God for His Word this morning. Friends, we should always live with a zest and an urgency to share the good news of Jesus Christ as we seek to fulfill the Great Commission. And sometimes this means that we are going to be asked to do things in ways that we've never done them before. Rolf and I were sharing a, a cup of coffee a few weeks ago. And we were chatting about what, it, what it's been like to minister, to be in mission during a pandemic for over 450-odd days. For me, I've been learning every day how to comfort members by telephone, how to have video calls with families who are in quarantine, how to pray and send a voice note for someone who is in isolation in a COVID ward. Friends, when you and I begin to wonder how we can be missional and serve others when we ourselves are afraid and overwhelmed, we are asked to remember to trust God's heart, to trust His heart with all that we have because you and I depend on it. Martin Luther wrote when he ministered in the city of Wittenberg in 1527, which then was going through a plague. Luther urged people to just keep serving their neighbors, to be mindful and heedful of what they knew about how to stay healthy. But in the midst of all of this, to trust God alone. In this time, you and our friends are called to find new ways to serve our neighbors, ways to protect the vulnerable, and we do so by trusting Christ's presence with us. This reading I shared from Isaiah reminds us that our faith, ever claimed by God in the waters of baptism, will not save us from trials. It will not save us from challenges that feel overwhelming. But in the midst of it all, we can trust God's heart. We can trust His promise to be with us, now and always. The Great Commission isn't in quarantine, because God is not in quarantine. God is everywhere. He is working in the hearts of people in every nation, in every corner of the world. I mentioned earlier that I want to share some ways that I think will be helpful to make strides in participating in the Great Commission. And so I shared that we need to allow love to guide us. I've shared that we need to trust God's heart. And the other ways that I want to share with you now 
are just more practical in, its, in their nature, uh, or missional, uh, if you like. And so, can we go? Can you and I go where we have been before? So as we seek to be missional, as we seek to go and make disciples, can we go where we've been before? Reverend Rolf and all of you here at Mseni have done an incredible job of maintaining your sense of community. And over the last 450 odd days, you've all been cultivating relationships among yourselves and, and with others perhaps who are not part of your community, perhaps even some folk who are yet to call Jesus their Lord and Savior. And so I wonder, how have you managed this? How have you done it? Why have you done it? Friends, you have done this because you have used what you have. You have done it because Jesus Christ has asked you, Mseni, to go. You've gotten onto Zoom, you've, you've figured out WhatsApp and FaceTime, and, and you've shared in Bible studies, you've shared cups of coffee online, and you've offered a sacred space of love and care. Maybe you even have gym buddies like Rolf and I. Have you noticed how Rolf and I are looking at the moment? Are we really looking in shape, hey, Rolf? <laughs> maybe with these gym buddies you could have participated in some kind of virtual activity like community walks and marathons for charity, etc. I'm, sh- I'm sure you know what I mean. But friends, as you did all of this in these creative ways, did you ask others, hey, how are you? How's it going with your soul? How can I begin to pray for you? Friends, maybe you even just need to send a funny message to lighten the mood so that the conversation can go below the surface where you can begin to share the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, being missional is using what we have during this time. And as we use it, we're invited into deeper conversations where we can share the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, we are able to build genuine friendships with those that God has placed on our path. Peter offers us some wisdom in 1 Peter 3, verse 15. He says, you must worship Christ as as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And so can we go where we've been before? The next thought I want to share with you is, can we pray? Can we pray without ceasing? I don't know about you, but, but I find myself during this time of COVID saying things like this. You know what? All I can do is pray. All I can do is pray. 
Have you said this as well recently? Here's a moment of vulnerability. I've been confronted about why I have chosen prayer as a last resort by saying those words, all I can do is pray. Is it because I myself am feeling hopeless and helpless? You see, Jesus has told us to go, and he has also reminded each one of us to teach and obey everything he has commanded, and that includes prayer. You see, Jesus in John 14 reminds us, he says, you can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. These are the words of Jesus, friends. And so as you and I seek to be missional and care for the vulnerable, care for the heartbroken and the grieving in our community, can we be a church that prays without ceasing? Because prayer is center to a missional life. The last thoughts I want to share with you is, can we plant for a future harvest? Our conversations with people at the moment, that may be shorter and less frequent during uh, this time than what we would like. But let's, let's be faithful to plant as many seeds as we can. Seeds of extraordinary kindness and godly love. You see, one of the greatest acts of faith is to believe that the few years that we live on this earth or like a little seed planted in rich soil. The harvest will be abundant, even when we ourselves are not the harvesters. The goodness of our mission of love and care that is planted in this season is a beautiful contribution to the call of the Great Commission. The fruitfulness of this season of mission will be beyond our imagination. There will be much new life and new hope that will come to all who have been touched by the discipleship of the faithful, by the discipleship of this Mseni community. And so, friends, as we seek to live out this call to go, may you and I choose to respond in simple, ordinary ways. Think of ways that you can celebrate a birthday with a friend. Send them a video of encouragement. Acknowledge those in your community who are struggling financially. Drop off a gift card or provide some meals as a congregation. Every seed we plant during this time is an opportunity to share the unconditional, restoring love of God. And so can I ask us that question again in closing? Has the church, you and I, quarantined the Great Commission as we close the doors of Mseni? My response, our response, is no, we haven't. 
we haven't quarantined the Great Commission. But we do accept that fulfilling the Great Commission is not easy. We acknowledge that serving in mission at the moment is not easy. But friends, here's some good news. Jesus knows that we have fears at the moment. But he has promised to be with us always. He enables us, he directs us, he protects us. He empowers us, he strengthens us, he encourages us. He is faithful and is asking us to let love guide us, to trust his Father's heart, to go to the places we've been before, to pray without ceasing, and to plant for a future harvest. And so may you and I go knowing that Jesus Christ goes with us and is with us always to the very end of the age. Will you pray with me? And so, Father God, we thank you that you call us to be people who need to go, to go out into the world and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, to go out into the world and to make disciples to baptize them, to share who Jesus Christ is, the fullness of life that is available to us all, to share the, the grace and the mercy and the love that we experience daily that is offered through the relationship with Jesus Christ. And so we thank you, Father God, for this community of Mseni, for their heart for your people, and we just pray that as they seek to be missional, as they seek to fulfill the Great Commission, that you will lead them and guide them to go into the places they are comfortable, to use the resources they have to make a difference for the kingdom of God that is here and now. And so we thank you for them. We thank you, O oh God, for, for the call that you have placed over this church. We just pray for those who are struggling at the moment. And may we be people who are able to respond out of love and care to them and to their families. And so we pray that you will just go with us into our week as we seek to live out the Great Commission. And so we offer you this prayer in the beautiful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. May God be with you, friends.